0: Chapter 15, verses 29 through 38 of Catina Aurea, Commentary on the Four Gospels, Collected out of the Works of the Fathers by St. Thomas Aquinas. Verses 29 through 31. and Jesus departed from thence, and came nigh unto the Sea of Galilee, and went up into a mountain, and sat down there. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them, insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jerome, having healed the daughter of this Canaanite, the Lord returns into Judea, as it follows, and Jesus departed from thence, and came nigh unto the sea of Galilee. Rigmigius this sea is called by various names the sea of galilee because of its neighbourhood to galilee the sea of tiberius from the town of tiberius and going up into a mountain he sat down there chrysostom it should be considered that sometimes the lord goes about to heal the sick sometimes he sits and waits for them to come and accordingly here it is added and there came great multitudes unto him having with them those that were dumb lame, blind, maimed, and many others. Jerome, what the Latin translator calls debiles, maimed, is in the Greek chileus, which is not a general term for a maimed person, but a particular species, as he that is lame in one foot is called claudus, so he that is crippled in one hand is called clilus. Chrysostom, These showed their faith in two points, especially, in that they went up into the mountain, and in that they believed that they had need of nothing beyond but to cast themselves at Jesus' feet. For they do not now touch the hem even of his garment, but have attained to a loftier faith, and cast them down at Jesus' feet. The woman's daughter he healed with great slackness, that he might show her virtue but to these he administers healing immediately, not because they were better than that woman, but that he might stop the mouths of the unbelieving Jews. As it follows, and he healed them all. But the multitude of those that were healed and the ease with which it were done struck them with astonishment, insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak. Jerome. He said nothing concerning the maimed because there was no one word which was the opposite of this. Rabanus, mystically, having in the daughter of this Canaanian prefigured the salvation of the Gentiles, he came into Judea because when the fullness of the Gentiles shall have entered in, then shall all Israel be saved. Gloss, the sea near to which Jesus came signifies the turbid swellings of this world. It is the sea of Galilee when men pass from virtue to vice. Jerome, he goes up into the mountain that as a bird he may entice the tender nestlings to fly Rabotis. thus raising his hearers to meditate on heavenly things he sat down there to show that rest is not to be sought but in heavenly things and as he sits on the mountain that is in the heavenly height there come unto him multitudes of the faithful drawing near to him with devoted minds and bringing to him the dumb and the blind, etc., and cast them down at Jesus' feet, because they that confess their sins are brought to be healed by him alone. These he so heals that the multitudes marvel and magnify the God of Israel, because the faithful, when they see those that have been spiritually sick, richly endued with all manner of works of virtuousness, sing praise to God. Gloss. The dumb are they that do not praise God, the blind, they who do not understand the paths of life, the deaf, they that obey not, the lame, they that walk not firmly through the difficult ways of good works, the maimed, they that are crippled in their good works. Verses 32-38 through 38. Then Jesus called his disciples unto him, and said, I have compassion on the multitude, because they continue with me now three days, And have nothing to eat, and I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint in the way. And his disciples say unto him, Whence should we have so much bread in the wilderness, as to fill so great a multitude? And Jesus saith unto them, How many loaves have ye? And they said, Seven, and a few little fishes. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and the fishes, and gave thanks and break them, and give them to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat, and were filled. And they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets full. And they that did eat were four thousand men, besides women and children. Jerome. Christ first took away the infirmities of the sick, and afterwards supplied food to them that had been healed. Also he calls his disciples to tell them what he is about to do. Then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude. This he does that he may give an example to masters of sharing their counsels with the young and their disciples, or that by this dialogue they might come to understand the greatness of the miracle. Chrysostom. For the multitude, when they came to be healed, had not dared to ask for food, But he that loveth man, and hath care for all creatures, gives it to them, unasked. Whence he says, I have compassion upon the multitude, that it should not be said that they had brought provision with them on their way. He says, Because they continue with me now three days, and have nothing to eat. For though when they came they had food, it was now consumed. And for this reason he did not on the first or second day, but on the third, when all was consumed, that they might have brought with them. And thus, they, having been first placed in need, might take the food that was now provided with keener appetite. That they had come from far, and that nothing was now left them, is shown in what he says. And I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint by the way. Yet he does not immediately proceed to the work of the miracle, that he may rouse the disciples' attention by this questioning, and that they may show their faith by saying to him, Create loaves. And though at the time of the former miracle, Christ had done many things to the end that they should remember it, making them distribute the loaves and divide the baskets among them, yet they were still imperfectly disposed, as appears from what follows. And his disciples say unto him, Whence should we have so much bread in the wilderness as to fill so great a multitude? This they spoke out of the infirmity of their thoughts, yet thereby making the ensuing miracle to be beyond suspicion. For that none might suspect that the loaves had been got from a neighboring village, this miracle is wrought in the wilderness far distant from the villages. Then to arouse his disciples' thoughts, he puts a question to them, which may call the foregone miracle to their minds. And Jesus saith unto them, How many loaves have ye? They said unto him, Seven, and a few little fishes. But they do not add, But what are they among so many? As they had said before, for they had advanced somewhat, though they did not yet comprehend the whole. Admire in the apostles their love of truth. Though themselves are the writers, they do not conceal their own faults. And it is no light self-accusation to have so soon forgotten so great a miracle. Observe also their wisdom in another respect, how they had overcome their appetite, taking so little care of their meals, that, though they had been three days in the desert, yet they had with them only seven loaves. Some other things also he does, like to what had been done before. He makes them sit down on the ground, and the bread to grow in the hands of the disciples, as it follows, and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. To Rome. As we have spoken of this above, it would be tedious to repeat what has already been said. We shall therefore only dwell on those particulars in which this differs from the former. Chrysostom The end of the two miracles is different, and they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets full. Now they that had eaten were four thousand men, besides children and women. Whence are the fragments fewer in this miracle than in the former? although they that ate were not so many. It is either that the basket in this miracle is of larger capacity than the basket in the former, or that by this point of difference they might remember the two separate miracles, for which reason also he then made the number of baskets equal to the number of disciples, but now to the number of loaves. Rigmius. In this gospel lection we must consider in Christ the work of his humanity and of his divinity, in that he has compassion on the multitudes, he shows that he has feeling of human frailty. In the multiplication of the loaves, in the feeding of the multitudes, is shown the work of his divinity. So here is overthrown the heir of Eutychides, who said that in Christ was one nature only. Augustine. Surely it will not be out of place to suggest upon this miracle that if any of the evangelists who had not given the miracle of the five loaves had related this of the seven loaves he would have been supposed to have contradicted the rest but because those who have related the one have also related the other no one is puzzled but it is understood at once that they were two separate miracles this we have said that wherever anything is found done by the lord wherein the accounts of any two evangelists seem irreconcilable we may understand them as two distinct occurrences, of which one is related by one evangelist and one by the other. Gloss. It should be noted that the Lord first removes their sicknesses and after that feeds them, because sin must be first wiped away and then the soul fed with the words of God. Hilary. As that first multitude which he fed answers to the people among the Jews that believed, so this is compared to the people of the Gentiles, the number of 4,000 denoting an innumerable number of people out of the four quarters of the earth. Jerome, for these are not five, but 4,000, the number four being one always used in a good sense, and a four-sided stone is firm and rocks not, for which reason the Gospels also have been sacredly bestowed in this number. Also, in the former miracle, because the people were neighbors unto the five senses, It is the disciples and not the Lord that calls to mind their condition. But here the Lord himself says that he has compassion upon them because they continue now three days with him. That is, they believe on the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hilary, Or they spend the whole time of the Lord's Passion with the Lord, either because when they should come to baptism, they would confess that they believed in his Passion and Resurrection, or because through the whole time of the Lord's Passion they are joined to the Lord by fasting in a kind of union of suffering with Him. Or this is said because in all time there have only been three periods when grace was given, the first before the law, the second under the law, the third under grace, the fourth is in heaven, to which as we journey we are refreshed by the way. Regnigius or because correcting by penitence the sins that they have committed, in thought, word, and deed, they turn to the Lord. These multitudes the Lord would not send away fasting, that they should not faint by the way, because sinners turning in penitence perish in their passage through the world, if they are sent away without the nourishment of sacred teaching. Gloss. The seven loaves are the scripture of the New Testament, in which the grace of the Holy Spirit is revealed and given, and these are not as the former loaves, barley, because it is not with these, as in the law, where the nutritious substance is wrapped in types, as in a very adhesive husk. Here are not two fishes, as under the law, two only were anointed, the king and the priest, but a few, that is, the saints of the New Testament, who, snatched away from the waves of the world, sustain this tossing sea, and by their example, Refresh us, lest we faint by the way. Hilary, the multitude sit down on the ground, for before they had not reposed on the works of the law, but they had supported themselves on their own sins, as men standing on their feet. Gloss, or they sit down there on the grass, that the desires of the flesh may be controlled, here on the ground, because the earth itself is commanded to be left or the mountain in which the Lord refreshes them, is the height of Christ. There, therefore, is grass upon the ground, because there the height of Christ is covered with carnal hopes and desires, on account of the carnal. Here, where all carnal lust is banished, the guests are solidly placed on the basis of an abiding hope. There are five thousand who are the carnal subjected to the five senses. Here, four thousand, on account of the four virtues by which they are spiritually fortified, temperance, prudence, fortitude, and justice, of which the first is the knowledge of things to be sought and avoided, the second, the restraining of desire from those things that give pleasure in the world, the third, strength against the pains of life, the fourth, which is spread over all, the love of God and our neighbor. Both there and here, women and children are accepted, because, in the Old and New Testament. None are admitted to the Lord who do not endure to the perfect man, whether through the infirmity of their strength or the levity of their tempers. Both refreshings are performed upon the mountain, because the scriptures of both testaments command the loftiness of the heavenly commands and rewards, and both preach the height of Christ, the higher mysteries which the multitudes cannot receive the apostles' discharge, and fill five baskets to wit the hearts of the perfect, which are enlightened to understand by the grace of the sevenfold spirit. Baskets are usually woven of rushes, or palm leaves. These signify the saints, who fix the root of their hearts in the very fount of life, as a bulrush in the water, that they may not wither away, and retain in their hearts the palm of their eternal reward. End of chapter 15